This is Jonathan Hansen. I'm the president of World Ministries International. I want to welcome you to the Warning Television program. Also our radio program, shortwave program, Facebook audience, and social media. We're in very precarious times, troubling times. Amos 7-8, if you want to read it. God is measuring America with a plumb line. Very, I believe, precisely. He will not again pass by them anymore, which means this is his final warning. We are so close to, I believe, outright civil war, I believe, in invasion. Look at my website, www.worldministries.org. Click on North America, click on America, and you can read my 28 visions, dreams, prophecies concerning America, including chemical, biological, nuclear terrorism, and or attack, naming the very cities, which the government came out later with the same exact cities and said, we will be attacked. Now, Tuesday night, I shared on a message for our prayer meeting at World Ministries International. We have a prayer meeting, a staff prayer meeting every Tuesday, I believe in prayer. And I shared, is God your source? Is God your source? Friday night, I did an hour live program on Biden's agenda. And is God your source? Again, we're in a coup right now. We need to pray like never before and overturn, defeat the forces of hell. I believe trying to put us under a communistic regime into the new world order, taking away Christian freedoms coming against Israel. It's really attack on almighty God himself. So I did Biden's agenda. Is God your source? And Biden's agenda is just communism. Taking away our freedoms, reversing everything Donald Trump did to support and back and make Israel protected and free. Now, is God your source? That's not my message today, but I want to touch on a couple points and I'll get to it. James 1.8, a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Remember that. Are you unstable? We need to be single-minded. Single-minded as believers. Examine ourselves, our practices. Some people only have God our source for forgiveness of sins, but little else. What about finances, health, marriage, and family? Developed other types of tendencies that aren't godly. What about addictions that need to be broken or spirits that need to be cast out? Is God your source? Or when trouble comes, do you fall apart? Do you look only to the doctors? And God is last. 2 Corinthians 13.5 reads, Examine yourselves as to whether you are in the faith. Test yourselves. If God is not your source, your true source, where you look to him, forget the circumstances. Moses had to forget the circumstances when he confronted Pharaoh with the 10 plagues. He had to forget the circumstances when he came on the Red Sea. He had to forget the circumstances when water came out of the rock. Peter had to forget the circumstances when he walked on water. We must forget the circumstances and look to the Lord. If you don't, you are always going to be plagued with doubt and fear, anxiety and torment. That message I spoke came back to me 
very quickly because Tuesday or Thursday, Thursday, after doing radio in the morning, in the afternoon I had a call and my mother, 90 years old, placed, she's in an old folks home for now because she broke her shoulder and couldn't take care of herself at night. And we're praying for a miracle that uh, the shoulder's healed, but she has to still be able to take care of herself. Or God's got to give me somebody that will take care of her at night here. But I was informed that she was taken to the hospital with COVID. 90 years old. She was put in a ward that I didn't think she should have been put in to begin with because she had a 99.1 temperature. And according to doctors and hospitals, unless you have 100.4, they don't even consider it a temperature. And I tried to tell them that she always runs 99.1. Even when I take her to the hospital for a barrel swallow test or any type of test, initially it's 99.1 and they don't let her in for another 10, 15 minutes. They retake it and it's below 99. But anyway, they took her to a ward that now you're more prone to get COVID in. And she did 12 days later. I mean, she didn't, she kept coming back with negative, negative, and, and finally she got COVID. Anyway, I wasn't very happy, but right now we're, we're coming under tyranny all through the United States. But uh, I started to have some anxiety, some worry, 90 years old. Also, I started having some guilt. I had left her in that thing, and now I need, I am more focused than ever before to get her home somehow, whatever it takes. I looked to God, and I started to grab myself and, and uh, realize the message, is God your source? And we started to really intercede and pray. I have a good wife, and she said, hey, other people have been, been healed in their 90s. And we started to intercede. We started to pray. And because and, and, uh, I, was, I was sick to my stomach. Well, this is Saturday as I'm recording this. And five minutes before this started at 11 o'clock Saturday morning, I get a call from the doctor. I step outside and, and uh, your mom is improving so well that she's been taken off assisted oxygen. She's breathing normal oxygen. And uh, where the projected date of her release is Monday. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Is God your source? Is God your source? And I could tell you so many testimonies where many times I should have been dead. And, and because God said... I'll give you one more testimony and I got to get to my message. My message today is we need our own personal Pentecost. But I remember years ago in, in Africa, uh, I was bleeding internally and, and I, our personal family doctor was a missionary over 30 clinics, hospitals in Africa. And they said, you need an operation. You're going to die. You're bleeding. I heard from God and he says, no. Now, I was in such pain, I was pacing back and forth, just pacing. And, and, and my wife was screaming at me at the time and, and said, John, you're going you're gonna to die and leave me in Africa with all these little children. You know, we had three little children. And uh, there was warships off Mombasa because there was trouble right then at the time in, in, in Kenya. And so people were even wondering if we'd be evacuated. But uh, she was pleading with me and, and the doctor said, you're going to die. 
And uh, I said, but God told me, no, I can't do it. He says, I can give you this jab, this shot, but you'll never wake up. It'll, it, it'll put you to sleep and you will never wake up. You will bleed to death. I said, you give me that jab, you lay hands on me, you pray, but you are not going to operate on me. He gave me the jab. I slept two days. Two days later, I woke up. I was still alive. I was healed. Can we hear from God? Is God your source? Okay, we need our own personal Pentecost. Amen? That's what we need today. We need our own personal Pentecost. I'm looking at Scott, great man that's going to travel with me too and uh, pray for people and, and things like this. And uh, uh, we need our own Pentecost because the guy who blew the shofar blowed it behind our, our ears and just about blew it out. So anyway, I've already given some instructions. See, leadership gives instructions so we could survive next week. Stand by the door. <laughs> we need our own personal Pentecost. Amen? Amen, Dr. Mike? Amen. Amen. Okay. There are three things we need to do to have God with us. It's the manifested presence of God that releases the power we need to defeat our enemies and destroy the yokes that try to bind us. The manifested presence of God. I want to move with the manifested presence of God. Amen? Amen. We want to move with anointing. So we walk into the room and, and demons fear. Ephesians 5, 17 through 19 reads, Therefore do not be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. And do not be drunk with wine in which is dissipation, but be filled with the Spirit. Speaking to one another in psalms, hymns, spiritual songs, singing, making melody in your heart to the Lord. Don't be unwise, but understand what the will of God is. In other words, again, be filled with the Spirit, singing in psalms, hymns, spiritual songs, making melody in your heart. I know... Tuesday night, sometimes we start to sing and, and different ones and lead out and singing and making melody. Why? Because it's so scriptural. I believe we can rejoice on this side of Jordan. I believe we can give victory before we cross the Red Sea. How do we come to God? Number one, let the Holy Spirit have control of your life. Let the Holy Spirit have control of your life. First, we need to let the Holy Spirit have control of our life and that starts with what? Our tongues. You know, have you ever heard people say, me and my big mouth? Yeah, I've heard it a lot. Sometimes me and my big mouth. Sometimes you put your, your foot into your big mouth. I, I got some smiles out there. I know in this room there's a lot of big mouths before in the past. Maybe, maybe, maybe the Holy Spirit is controlling them now. Amen? Amen. Good preaching, Dr. Henson. Thank you. On the day of Pentecost, they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with tongues and magnify God. This is a first step to letting God have control in your life. Filled with the Holy Spirit. Only, only God can control our pride, our tongue. You know, our tongue, the manifestation of our pride, what comes out of it. Is it pride? Is it humility? James 3, 7 through 10, it says the tongue is the most unruly, uncontrolled part of your human experience. That is why God says the first thing you're going to do is get control of your tongue. 
When you are filled with the Spirit, you surrender your tongue to him and you begin to experience what it means for the power of God to come upon you. You begin to speak with tongues. You give God your tongue because if you can't give him your tongue, you won't give him much else. Wow. Isn't that true? If we can't give him our tongue, we're afraid to, to speak the truth to people. We're afraid they'll criticize us. We're, we're afraid to stand up for truth. And then we let our temper get control over us and we, we put our big foot in our mouth because of our pride and vanity. God needs to control our tongue, our lives, our pride. That's the beginning of God being in you in his manifest presence. When you have let him have control of your life and your tongue, you begin to speak in the heavenly language. You know, that is really true. Have we laid down our life, our pride? I can tell you, until I laid down my pride, five years of unforgiving a man, when I finally forgave him, asked God and him to forgive me, boom, my first supernatural dream. Pride stands in the way of the Holy Spirit flowing through you with the manifest presence of God. Pride. When you have, let him have control of your tongue, that's when we see miracles. You bypass your brain because it's not coming from your brain. The Bible says, 1 Corinthians 14, 14, he that speaks in an unknown tongue, his spirit speaks. His mind is unfruitful. Wow. When I am in a prayer line and, and I don't know what that person needs and they haven't requested it, I start to speak in tongues because God knows what they need. And sometimes God starts to reveal through a word of knowledge what their need is. And I know what they're plagued with. And other times I just keep speaking in tongues and the person, you know, jumps or says, I'm healed. The Spirit of God. It's so critical if we're going to minister to people. Your mind is not producing. It's produced by the Holy Spirit. It's your spirit that is praying. Your spirit connects with your tongue. Jesus said, Matthew 12, 34, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. I'm glad I have a, a, a good wife that can speak encouragement to me. Don't worry. Doesn't matter if she's 90. God is still on the throne. God has healed others. And God's going to heal your mom. Amen? Amen. I mean, I, I need it. I, I need it. A good wife. You need a good spouse that gives you encouragement. You don't want to be like Job. Good night. He had a wife that might as well have a millstone tied around his neck. Get behind me, Satan. She was discouraged him in every, everything he did. She discouraged him. If your, tongue con if your head controls your tongue, you're in big trouble unless your mind is renewed. Your mind. You know, renew your mind with the word of God. I've, I've preached before. The battle's in the mind. As you think, so you are. The battle's, you're supposed to renew your mind, your heart, your soul, your emotions with the word of God. You apply the word of God and you change. People say, that's my personality. Well, change your stinking personality. Hello. It's called the fruit of the Holy Spirit. Your, your stinking personality, did you give an excuse because of your pride? That's just me. Yeah, it's just you ugly, you, your ugly pride. 
You're supposed to change your ugly pride with the fruit of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit's supposed to change your personality. Can I get a good amen? Amen, amen Gabe? Amen. amen and amen. He that speaks in an unknown tongue, he, his spirit speaks, his mind is unfruitful. That was 1 Corinthians 14, 14. Again, Jesus said, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks, Matthew 12, 34. And Ezekiel 36, 26. If your head controls your tongue, you're in big trouble. Unless your mind is renewed. You know, some people let everything bother them and then they start spewing and later on they have to repent. Like we're not supposed to prejudge people, right? We're not supposed to speculate and get mad. You know, it might not be anything that you were thinking. Couldn't be, might not be anything you're thinking, so quit judging. There's one way to know, just talk to them. A big amen? Amen. amen? We don't need to speculate to let our mind run wild because the devil will take your thoughts and it's not even what the other person is thinking. They don't even have those thoughts. So you got to be careful. Don't let your mind run away with you. But if your new heart from God controls your tongue, you'll get out of your troubles. That's Ezekiel 36, 26. Either your head or your heart will control your tongue. Either your head or your heart will control your tongue. Your every word, feeling, and action is empowered by God's love. It is that love that overcomes thoughts of hate, feelings of fear, and actions that hurt instead of heal. The more we are controlled with the love of God, perfect love casts out all fear. So, the more I have God's love, the more I don't need to let trials tear me apart, fill me with anxiety, beat me up, condemn me. Or I have a, such nerve, nervous worry and anxiety, I can't sleep at night. The more you're filled with the love of God, those things don't torment you, don't plague you. Amen? We can all be filled with that type of love. We're supposed to transform our mind with the word of God and let our heart change accordingly. And then we can move with uncontrollable love that doesn't get tossed around with everything that's coming at you in life. And right now, life is uncertain for, if you just look at the circumstances, we got a coup in progress. Well, but we're still making God our source. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, Daniel, coup in progress. They were taken into slavery, but God was their source. And God did miracles through their lives and elevated them in slavery. God is going to be our source. And God is going to be with us. And we need our own personal Pentecost. Amen? It is the love that overcomes our thoughts of hate, feelings of fear, and actions that hurt instead of heal. 1 John 4, 7-8 through 8 says, Beloved, let us love one another, for love is God. Everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. He who does not love does not know God, for God is love. So let God and let love rule. Love is God. Number two, let love rule your life. Once you've given control of your life, starting with your tongue, the next thing that you and I must do is let love rule your life. 
2 Corinthians 13, 14 says, May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Communion of the Holy Spirit. How are we in good communion? If you're in right relationship with the Word and the Spirit. Right? The communion of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is filled with love and peace. Are you filled with love and peace? If not, make God your source. These are things that I test myself of. I've surely tested myself Thursday to now. And I keep, whenever the devil tries to attack me, I go right back to God as my source. Okay, God, we've committed to you. We're having victory here. We're having victory. She is not going to die in a hospital by herself. 2 Corinthians 13, 14, may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, again, the love of God, communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. The word communion means to fellowship and partner with the Holy Spirit. You know, if you walk with the Holy Spirit, partner with him in life and let him work through you in the supernatural, you'll be more compatible with him. God is love. So how do you become more compatible with God? You walk in love and love your neighbor as yourself. Amen. Love your enemies. I had to do that from 80 to 85 when I hated this man. I had to finally ask God to forgive me. I had to be filled with the love of God. And then I moved in the supernatural around the world since 85. Ephesians 4.30. Do not grieve the Holy Spirit. If you walk in hate, you're grieving the Holy Spirit. If you walk in a lot of anxiety and doubt, you're grieving the Holy Spirit. Make God your source. Don't grieve the Holy Spirit. Meaning... He's just sad that you don't trust in him, the God. You're making God sad if you don't trust in him. If you're walking in love, you're not grieving the Holy Spirit. He wants to have fellowship with you, commune with you, partner with you. He wants to work with you, manifesting God's power in your life. When he works through you supernaturally, this is how no weapon formed against you shall prosper because you have the greater weapon. You have God. You have love. He's your source. Ephesians 4, 32 through 52. Be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God in Christ forgave you. Therefore, be imitators of God as dear children and walk in love as Christ also loved us and given himself for us an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling aroma. Once again, that was Ephesians 4, 32 through 5. Two. Ephesians 4, 32 through Ephesians 5, 2. Again, kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another. Walk in love. This is how you move with the Holy Spirit. This is how you operate in the manifest presence of God. Are we together? Amen? Man, April? When we imitate God, we're kind, tenderhearted, and forgiving. You know, don't let the sun go down on your wrath. I mean, always give your wife a big old kiss before you fall asleep. Amen. You just kiss her. Right, Dr. Mike? Amen. He agrees, Dr. Mike. He, he's a kisser. <laughs> we imitate God when we're kind, tenderhearted, and forgiving. This is how God treats us. We must learn to let love rule our hearts and minds. I call that fellowshipping with the Holy Spirit. If you're going to get along with the Holy Spirit, you must be like him. In order for my wife and I to get along, we have to have significant areas of compatibility or we don't have fellowship. How can two people walk together unless they agree? Amos 3.3. 3. 
So to have fellowship with the Holy Spirit, we walk in love and grow in oneness and intimacy with him. People who walk in love are sensitive to the Holy Spirit because God is love. Matthew 22, 37 through 40, Jesus said to him, you shall love your God with all your heart, your soul, your mind. This is the first and great commandment. And the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. Wow. You don't have, you don't have a choice to, to hold unforgiveness. If you want to have the manifested presence of God, forgive as God forgave you. Jude 20 through 21, praying in the Holy Spirit. 21, keep yourselves in the love of God. You and the Holy Spirit are going to have some intense fellowship when you walk in love. How do you continually pray in the Spirit and flow in God's love? Well, Jesus said, John 7, 38, He who believes in me, as the Spirit has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. You know, are you around people that just love, love, love? My mom, they call her Grandma Bubbles. She loves everyone. She doesn't know anyone she doesn't love. If you haven't met her, as soon as you meet her, you'll, she's going to love on you. Oh, honey, and oh, you look so good. I mean, she just, love just comes out of her. Amen? Amen. It comes out of her. Jackie, you're going to love her. <laughs> Philly, you're going to love her. Even you, uh, Gabe. <coughs> <laughs> let his river flow. Point number three. The last thing you must do is let him flow. When the Holy Spirit comes on you, his river flows. He's going to come upon you with the nine gifts of the Holy Spirit, the manifest manifestation of the Spirit himself. He wants to manifest himself for his purpose and for a purpose so you can bless others. First Corinthians 12, 7 through 11. <clears throat> but the manifested presence of the Spirit is given to each one to profit all. For to one is given the word of wisdom, another the word of knowledge. It's all through the same Spirit. Another faith. By the same spirit to another gifts of healing, the same spirit, another working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits, to another kinds of tongues, to another interpretation of tongues. But one and the same spirit works all things, distributing to each one individually as he wills. God is at work in you both to do his will and to allow you to do his will through you. So when the spirit of God comes upon you and manifests himself, you have to let him flow. When you're filled with God, you let the spirit flow. Hallelujah. Then life can become exciting as you flow in the river of the empowering Holy Spirit. You'll discover that no weapon formed against you can ever penetrate your shield of faith. The spirit of God flowing through you not only empowers you like hydraulic dam, Producing his electricity, the river cleanses you and washes away all impurity. Flow, river, flow. God bless you. I hope you all learn to have your own personal Pentecost and you learn that God is your source. My phone number, 360-629-5248. You can send your checks to WMI, PO Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. And watch my YouTube channel, Warning TV, Dr. Jonathan Hansen. God bless you.